Here's your host, Evan Shepard. Hello, everyone, and I want to welcome you back to another episode of the Race Rat Podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about selling put options. So if you're new to the podcast, welcome. On this podcast, we basically talk about how you can take the money that you're earning from your job or a business and be able to invest it to not only generate more equity and more value in the long run, but also possibly generate some cash flow out of it as well. So if you're interested in that, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Um, And then I would also really appreciate it if you have the time to leave a five-star rating on the podcast. That's what helps our podcast rank on uh, Apple and all of the different uh, podcasting platforms. And I would also really appreciate it if you had the time to leave a review on something that you liked about the podcast, or at least share it with somebody who you think might find it helpful. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about selling put options. And if you guys have listened to my podcast before, you would know that I kind of like to take a dump on options sometimes. Uh, I, I basically explain how they're for risky investors and they're um, just really bad investments because they just carry so much risk around them. And, and, and most of the 90, 80 to 90% of all options expire worthless, even though the majority of people are trading them. Um, just given the nature that they are derivatives product that require a stock to move um, up or down a certain percentage and be able to do it within a certain time frame just takes, um, it, it's basically gambling. It's, it's, speculating speculating and people are willing to pay a premium for it so i've i've talked poorly about options before but only in the sense that we're talking about buying options so these are the people uh you know the teenagers uh millennials gen z the people with a thousand dollars in a bank account and a prayer to get rich really quickly um these are the type of people that will be depositing their money on robin hood or TD Ameritrade and trying to buy options, trying to make 100, 300, 500% returns the same week um, and are basically willing to throw their money at any stock that anybody recommends that has a prayer of getting um, them rich. So I always like to consider buying options as a form of gambling, but there's also on every end of a option that is bought, somebody who sells the option. So the perfect way to describe this is uh, somebody that buys options is somebody that goes to the uh, the roulette table, okay? And the person that is buying options, imagine a roulette table, it's Vegas, 90% of the um, squares are black, okay? And the person that buys the options contract is a person that is betting on red. So this person is basically betting an extraordinary amount of money given their chances of winning, but they know that if they do win, they're gonna they're gonna get at least nine to one returns or you know some big form of a return. The option seller is going to be the person who is the house. So if you're an option seller, think of yourself as the casino. Somebody wants to make a speculative bet, they're willing to pay you a premium for that bet so that they have the opportunity to make a lot of money in the process. And basically, what you do is you accept their bet, and in the chance that they are right, then you are going to take a small loss, um, but that loss is going to be very, very minimal compared to the amount of people that are going to come and take a bet at your roulette table and lose. Um, 
So selling put options is one of the best ways that you can actually generate cash flow in the stock market. And if you've listened to any sort of real estate mogul, they all crap on the stock market for one reason. It's because they all say that people that invest in the stock market are investing for equity, but they're not factoring cash flow, which is true. Uh, You're only going to make money in the stock market if your equity in a particular company goes up. Either um, the company becomes more valuable through um, through uh, more people paying more for each portion of the company, each share, or um, they're getting paid by the company, or the company does stock splits um, to where it makes it seem like they own more portions of a company. Um, and it's very true. I mean, imagine you're somebody who worked for General Electric 20 years ago and your entire, um, you know, you just, the thing to do back in the day was to just buy the stock of the company you were working for if it was a blue chip. And, you know, you think of General Electric now and that person's stock is is worth far less what it was 20 years ago and it has since never recovered. So there's a lot of risk that comes with, um, you know, investing in single stocks, and especially when it comes to making speculative investments or quote-unquote trades with options. Um, But there's a way that you can mitigate the risk of um, only being invested in equity products. So what you can do is sell put options, and it's a way to generate cash flow in your stock market portfolio and at a far higher return than you would get putting that on a down payment on a real estate uh, property. And it's really, really interesting. It's it's a way that you can use uh, good debt like margin and be able to generate high returns that are going to significantly expand your portfolio with an 80 to 90% chance that you are going to be correct almost every single time. So the way it works is, um, let's say there's a stock trading for $20, okay? And you have um, $2,500 in your account, okay? So you decide that this is a company you like. This is a stock that you are willing to own if it reaches a certain price. Um, So what you're going to do, or what you can do, remember none of this is financial advice. I'm just explaining how this works if you decide that it fits your risk parameter, what you can do is sell a put option at an $18 strike um, about a week from expiration. So what does that mean? That means options are uh, based on a time time limit. So people buy, say, um, an options contract is about 100 shares of a company. And people are willing to take a loan from you and pay you a premium of, of one, two, three, sometimes many more dollars per share um, given... Uh, how popular the stock is and each options contract consists of 100 shares so let's say somebody is willing to pay you a dollar per share to to buy stock in a company or to own the volatility in the company of that particular stock for a week okay that is what an option buyer is doing and what you're doing is if you sell that $18 put option um, basically what you're saying is hey I will loan you the collateral needed for you to buy this options contract because I am betting that you are going to be wrong and the value of the stock is not going to drop from $20 to $18 within this next week. And they will pay you a premium so that they can borrow the leverage needed to um, 
use for the option. And so let's say it's about a dollar a share. So what they're going to do is they're going to pay you $100 in premium because a dollar per share at 100 shares for one options contract would be $100. So they immediately hand you $100 under the obligation that if by the expiration by the end of the week or whenever the expiration of the options contract is, if the stock gets to $18 or lower, you will buy 100 shares of the stock. So um, it's a great way to basically make easy money. Why? Because number one, you are getting paid $100 in free cash flow immediately for selling the right to use your money as collateral to buy an options contract. They are willing to pay you $100 to borrow the money that is needed to control 100 shares of a stock via an options contract. From there, you are also betting that a stock will not drop 10% in a week. I mean, it depends on the volatility of the stock, and if the volatility is higher, then the premium is going to be higher on some of these um, stocks when you sell the option. But the chances of a stock dropping 10% in a week are fairly slim. Um, so you're basically betting somebody is willing to pay you $100 that a stock is going to drop 10% within a week and they are willing to pay you $100 for it. And the only thing that matters is if, in fact, you are the one who is wrong, you are willing to buy the stock at a $2 per share discount. Tell me that doesn't sound super, super appealing. And obviously, it's going to depend the amount of capital that you have in your account. If you want to start selling options, you probably need a minimum of a, of a couple thousand dollars. Um, in order to really start doing it in a way that generates a decent amount of cash flow. Um, but you're basically taking money from people that are trying to make speculative investments. Um, and I know it doesn't necessarily sound right, but there is a market demand for people that are trying to turn a quick profit in options and they are willing to borrow your money in order to do so. And in return, they will pay you interest, which or they will pay you a premium for it. And your only obligation is that if the stock drops a certain percent, depending on the strike price that you use by a certain time period, you are obligated to purchase 100 shares of the stock unless you close out the options contract before then. So there are really two ways you can go about this. You can decide there's one strategy called the wheel, which basically means you sell put options for a certain amount of time. And let's say bad news comes out for the market and the stock drops below your strike. And now you have to purchase the stock at um, a bit of a premium compared to where it's actually trading, right? Like let's say $20 stock drops to 17. You sold an $18 put option with $100 in premium. Um, and then you're forced to buy 100 shares at eight at $18, which would be an $1,800 investment. But then you also are kind of break even because you were paid $100 uh, premium for purchasing the stock. Um, what that you can what you can then do is now that you own the stock, that doesn't mean that you can no longer collect a premium for owning the shares. You can start selling calls. So if the stock is dropping, you can start selling calls. People that are betting that the bottom is in, um, and you can lower your cost of acquisition by selling calls and still finding a way to generate cash flow. Uh, the only problem is, is that your collateral is now locked up in the equity position of a stock. So if a stock were to drop from 17 to 10, uh, you would need to, to sell $700 worth of premium in order to break even. 
So it, be, it can become a little bit of a dangerous situation during market crashes or in bear markets. Um, but if you, as you progress with this selling put option strategy, uh, you can obviously do this on stocks that are more valuable, like Apple, Facebook, Amazon, um, Tesla, whatever you want to, whatever your favorite stocks are. And this is a great way that you can actually purchase shares for very cheap. And this is a strategy that Warren Buffett himself has used. Uh, there, Berkshire Hathaway's quarter three earnings came out, came out, and Buffett had made about six billion dollars using derivative products, which basically means Buffett was selling put options on some sort of stock. My guess is going to be Apple or um, another what or Bank of America or one of those other companies that he really loves. Uh, selling put options under the obligation that if it reaches a certain price, then he'll buy more stock. Um, so if you're a long-term investor um, with some cash on the sidelines, then it can be a really, really valuable um, thing to do to not only generate cash flow, but also find a way to get equity at a cheaper price so that when mar the market recovers or the stock bounces, uh, you basically bought the shares at a discount and we're collecting a premium until that happened. Um so it's really, really a fantastic way to find a way to generate cash flow. And it's so much cheaper than you buying a rental property uh, in real estate and, and going into debt for it and taking on all that risk. The only risk involved in this strategy is that you get assigned the shares. Uh, so basically you're wrong and the option drops below um, your strike price for a put and goes above your strike price price when you're selling a call and you are obligated to either buy or sell those shares at a certain price. So what you're really doing is your risk is minimal as long as the stock isn't one of those companies like Luckin Coffee where uh, you know it goes from 40 to three dollars because they um, forged uh, you know accounting papers and the company was fraudulent right. Um, so it's a very very as long as you're investing in good companies it's a fantastic way to generate cash flow. I mean, think about it. Like, I can think right now of at least um, two electric vehicle companies, right? These are the hot stocks right now. These are the ones that people are making the most speculative investments on. There's the most demand for options contracts. There's high volatility. And as long as you pick one of those companies that seems promising, then the idea of getting assigned on a put option is very, it's not really a bad gig. And what you can do, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a look at Workhorse right now. So the ticker symbol WKHS, um, it's one of those um, electric vehicle companies. Uh, the stock right now is currently trading at 17.19 per share. So that means if you wanted to buy 100 shares, you would have to have at least 1,719 dollars of collateral. Um, so what I would do, at least in this position, is um, I would go to the sell put options tab. And I would probably sell a put option at the $15 strike. So what does that mean? That basically means um, that that is expiring on November 13th, which is a week from now. Um, and basically, if I were to sell that put option at the $15 strike, basically what I'm saying is I will collect $58 by the end of the week. Um, and if um, the stock drops at two fifteen dollars or below, then I will purchase 100 shares of the stock, which is going to tie up $1,500 worth of my account, right? Um, but the way you have to think of it is, is that you're generating $58 in a single week, if you are correct, um, on a $1,500 investment, which is basically netting you close to 3 to 4% in an entire week. So as you can imagine, if you're going to be right eight out of nine, uh, eight or nine out of 10 times, you are going to 
basically generate a very high rate of return. And as you can imagine, as you find a way to invest more money and set aside more money from your job or your business, this is a lucrative way to escape the rat race. And and I'm going to be 100% honest with you. This is my number one strategy that I plan to deploy once I finish school and once I want to get onto the path of early retirement and escaping the rat race. I plan to use the, the money that I save from an income and I want to invest it so that I can begin to generate fairly, fairly passive income by selling put options on companies that I like. Because imagine if you could generate 3 to 4% a week on, on, on your equity. Obviously, it doesn't seem like a lot of money if you have a couple thousand dollars. Um, you know, even if you had, say you had $2,000 and you could only sell one option on this workhorse stock, okay? Um, and you were able to generate $58 a week in cash flow. If you, that's going to net you about 230 bucks a, a month. And if you have 200 or sorry, excuse me, $2,000 in account, you're making 11% a month. You, you're beating the S&P within a month. And the only downside risk you have is if the value of the company drops uh, more than 10% in a single week, which is kind of crazy to think about. And if you do get assigned the shares and it does have one of those those drops where either the market corrects or something is wrong about the company, you can either you can take a small loss, right? You can either get assigned the shares and then sell calls until the value of the stock goes up. And if you were to sell the calls, this is called the wheel strategy. Um, if you were to sell calls on the way back up, then you're obviously going to make an income or you're going to make a profit on the equity of the stock going from 15, let's say back up to 17, plus you're still going to get to keep the premium involved for selling the option, which is incredible to think about. Um, but a lot of people, it's not a great idea uh, to sell calls. So selling puts is a more lucrative strategy because there's no uh, there's no collateral really tied um, in the value of the stock. So when you're selling put options, you're basically setting, the brokerage is going to set aside um, the necessary amount of capital that is required to purchase 100 shares of the stock. So say if you're going to sell a $15 put option um, and each options contract is um, 100 shares, then the um, the brokerage is going to set aside $1,500 of your cash position in case you get assigned. And if you do get assigned, then it will use the $1,500 in cash and purchase the stock. If you are selling calls, then you actually own the stock because uh, you can't, well, you can sell naked calls. Naked means that you don't actually own the stock, but that's an incredibly risky thing to do. I think of Snapchat a few weeks ago. Imagine selling, you know, $22, $24 calls that week and then earnings come out and the stock shoots up to 40 Now you find yourself uh, at a minimum $1,600 in the, in the hole because you didn't own the underlying stock. Um, so selling calls is really dangerous. Um, uh, that's uh, when you actually own the stock, that's called selling a covered call because, um, you know, let's say you sold a call on a stock, the list workhorse stock, that's 17 right now. Say you sold a $20 call, stock goes up to 20. Okay. Uh, what happens is you basically make $300 profit because you made $3 a share on 100 shares and you get to keep the premium, right? So selling covered calls, if you're going to do that, it's a strategy. Um, and it's a great strategy if you do happen to get assigned selling put options. Um, but I will say the thing about selling covered calls is that you actually, um, you're taking on more downside risk because if the value of the company 
uh, continues to go down and it becomes a less profitable company or there's there's things that are just going wrong with the company. I can think of Lyft, um, you know, Uber's competition. I can think of a company like that to where if you get assigned the shares of the stock and it continues to decline, then you might not be able to save your underlying value uh, by selling call options um, because maybe a lot of people aren't buying call options. There's not a lot of demand for it. Volatility is low. And you're also, every time the stock goes down, you're going to be losing money because your capital is tied up in the equity in that company. So selling put options is a much more lucrative strategy because all it does is assign $1,500 in cash. And if you happen to do get assigned to where the value of the stock drops below your strike, uh, you have multiple options. You can either just sell the stock and take the difference in the loss, right? Like let's say this workhorse stock is $17 right now per, per share. Uh, you sell a $15 put option, it drops to $15, uh, you decide, or it drops to $14.50, okay? You decide um, You decide that you don't really want to hold this stock, um, so what you're going to do is sell for a $50 loss because you own 100 shares, and it's 15 or sorry, excuse me, 50 cents lower than where you had purchased it, you're going to take a $50 loss, but you're also going to be uh, profit $50 because you got $100 in premium for selling the option. So puts are a way to um, really mitigate your risk better. Um, the only thing is that the premium isn't as high as selling calls because less people are buying put options uh, than call options because um, as history has shown us, the value of the stock market continues to go up. And when you're buying a put option, there is a li- there's a cap on your profit potential, uh, right? Like if a, if a stock was trading at $17, um, the maximum you can make per share is $17, and the stock would have to go to zero to do so. Whereas if you're selling calls, there can there's technically an infinite upside. Like it can't... Um, you know, zero is the lowest the stock can go, but infinity is the highest the stock can go. There's no cap on the price that a stock can go. So when you are buying or when you are selling put options, you're basically acting as the casino for people that want to, number one, take an extraordinary amount of risk by trying to short a stock and betting that it's going to drop a significant percentage, at least minimum five to 10% within a one week time frame. And as a result of it, they are going to pay you a premium for it. And your only obligation is that the brokerage is going to set the cash aside. And in the case that you do get assigned, uh, you are willing to purchase 100 shares of the stock at whatever price um, you sold the strike. Um, But if you really want to avoid uh, owning certain stocks, what you can do is just sell the options contract for a loss. Say this workhorse stock dropped from 17 to 14. Now the options contract is 50% more valuable and you just want, instead of getting assigned the shares, you just want to take the $100 loss and sell the shares back to a um, back to a buyer. You can absolutely do that and you don't ever have to, um, you know, touch or own the stock if, if that's what you really wanted. Um, but oftentimes probably the best strategy is if you do get assigned and you can you can just use the wheel strategy to where you start selling calls until you um, make a profit again and the underlying value of the stock goes up. Um, and this is just because uh, uh, you know you need to pick a company that you wouldn't mind owning, right? Like I probably wouldn't sell put options on Nikola, right? That's that company where uh, I forget I forget the guy's name, Trevor or something. 
uh, basically the stock shot up to $90 and everyone's like, oh, this truck looks super cool. It turns out the entire thing was fraudulent. He didn't have a working truck. They rolled it down a hill during the models, all that sketchy stuff. That's not a stock that I want to own because it's basically foundation was to, was to trick people into giving them equity, right? So I wouldn't want to sell put options on that stock because I think there's a very real possibility that company goes bankrupt. So that's not a company you want to sell put options for. But if you have the capital, for example, and you want to sell put options on Apple, right, that's a company that everybody would be willing to own at any point in time. And if the price were to get, people are willing to pay you a premium to bet that it's going down. In the case that it does go down, you get to buy the tip. Um, and, and the only circumstance is that you get to choose exactly what price you would, quote unquote, want to buy the dip at. So it's a very, very useful strategy, but it's a way that you can really use it to generate cash flow that you can completely withdraw if you want to use it for your expenses, right? Like say if you're going to, if you are going to, if you have $2,000 in an account and, um, you know, you're going to generate $200 a month by selling put options, um, you know, you could withdraw that and use that for your car payment. It's, it's a way to generate cash flow. And as you can imagine, say you had uh, $20,000 in account and now you're able to generate $2,000 a month in cash flow. As you can imagine, if somebody who is financially literate uh, and has the capability to understand options, uh, this is not something that's easy. You have to understand the Greeks of different options. You have to understand uh, your chances of profit. You have to understand volatility. You have to be able to identify if this is a stock that you're willing to own. You have to uh, be able to find an attractive premium on a stock. Um, as you can imagine, somebody who you know works in a good career, who can find a way to put money aside, can very easily escape the rat race through almost passive means. I mean, I, I would think that selling put options, and in my experience, selling put options takes about 30 minutes a week. I find a stock that I think is selling for a good premium, a stock that I think um, has some volatility behind it, but also a stock that I would have no problem owning, and I sell put options for it. I collect a high premium, usually, especially with a lot of these hot electric vehicle stocks, they go up pretty well. Um, and, and you basically get to collect a, a higher premium because of the volatility, and you get to own one of the, uh, if you do get a sign, you get to own one of the new up-and-coming companies. So it's a really, really awesome strategy that I have personally used myself to generate uh, pretty passive income. And as you can imagine, a lot of people will take $20,000 and they will go invest it in a real estate property and take $80,000 in debt down to generate $300 a month in cash flow. And what they really could be doing is taking $20,000 um, betting that a stock is not going to drop 10% within a week and not going into debt for it and also uh, finding a way to generate 10 times the amount of cash flow. It's an absolutely lucrative strategy and it's probably, for the average person, probably one of the best strategies that you can use to escape the rat race because the only risk that is posed is if the stock drops to a certain price, you have to buy the stock. But if as long as it's a company that you actually find valuable, then it, there's hardly any risk involved. Uh, of course, there is some risk. You need to identify your own risk parameters. And if you don't know your own risk parameters, you need to consult a financial advisor about it. But it is an absolutely incredible lucrative strategy to generate cash flow in the stock market for a significantly lower capital requirement than any other industry. And it also protects you against market downside. Say you you kept your entire portfolio in cash and every single week you just sold put options on various stocks in your portfolio. Well, number one, you're generating cash flow every week. And number two, you're not going to be affected 
by a market downturn unless your put options get assigned. And if they do, congratulations, you just bought the dip in a market crash and will, at least how history tells us, you will probably make a significant return on your equity on the way back up. So I hope this episode was really insightful for you guys. It is my number one investing strategy and is my number one plan to actually escape the rat race early. Um, I really plan to go hard in my 20s, really live below my means so that by the time I get to my 30s and 40s, hopefully I've set aside enough money to where I could just sell put options for an income. Um, And it's, it's really, it's a fantastic opportunity Um, If it is something that fits your risk parameters and if it's something that you understand a lot, but I I have to obviously issue caution because I'm not a financial advisor and I have to issue caution because there are risk involved because if you pick a company that you really believe in, in, but uh, the company just isn't a great company and the value of the company goes down, then there obviously is downside risk involved. Um, by selling put options on one of those companies. So it, it takes a lot of precaution and you won't make money as, um, as quote unquote quickly as somebody who's buying options, right? Person that's buying options might make 200% on an option in a single day and they'll think they made it, but then they find themselves six months later complete with completely blown up accounts because they hit a home run one time. This is about being a turtle, right? This is about going slow and steady and finding a tried and true method that, allows you to generate more cash flow, right? And this is way better than dividend investing. I really don't understand people that invest in dividends unless you are 65 years old and have seven figures in the bank. Um, this is a far more lucrative strategy to generate cash flow. And it involves far far less risk because, um, you know, you're just, you don't have to basically bet on the fact that a company is going to keep their dividend at a certain um, value. They can always change that. I know ExxonMobil went and borrowed money to pay their deb- dividend. There's other companies that have cut their dividends. And it's something that's completely out of your control, where selling puts is something that can be completely entirely in your control. You're going to have a defined risk, and you're going to be able to have a defined profit as a result of that and make a significant estimate of how much cash flow you're going to be generating on your money. And it's a fantastic way to really, really compound the value of money that's in your account for for an 80 to 90% probability that you are going to be correct. And if you are wrong, very, very uh, minimal risk as long as there's not a significant black swan event in the particular stock that you are selling the put option for. So I hope this was really insightful for you. If it was, uh, make sure to subscribe to the podcast, rate it five stars, and leave an awesome review. If you have any questions, please make sure to message me on Instagram at the Race Rat Podcast. And uh, thank you all so much for listening, and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to another kick-ass episode of the Race Rat Podcast. Make sure to leave an awesome review and follow us on social media if you enjoyed. Now get off your phone, because it's time to work.